deep into their room. Girls dressed in blue school uniforms rushed past Hampton House on shoveled sidewalks. Leaning out, Jerry focused the binoculars and searched in both directions for her roommate's fuchsia scarf and hat. No Rosa. Below, a dark shape, low to the ground, glided toward some thick bushes. Leaning out farther, Jerry focused the binoculars there, but the animal had already disappeared behind the shrubs. A door slammed in the hallway, making Jerry jump. She dropped the binoculars into a snow pile below. Good grief. Fuming, Jerry slammed the window, turning the row of tiny icicles into a shower of miniature daggers. She raced downstairs, grabbing the newel post at the bottom to keep from falling on the polished floor. In the dorm's living room to the left, four girls studied by the crackling fire. Handmade mountain crafts decorated the heavy oak mantelpiece. Jerry grabbed her coat from one of the antique hall trees. Outside, she retrieved her binoculars from the snowbank under her bedroom window. Light from the living room shone out, revealing the outlines of two snow angels. Four days ago, after several inches of fresh snow, Jerry had shown Rosa how to make snow angels. She smiled, thinking of Rosa flopping around in the powdery drifts. Jerry crept toward the thick bushes, hoping the cat or dog was still there. She squatted down, and light from a street lamp revealed a couple of very large paw prints. This was some fat cat, Jerry thought, poking the bushes. Kitty, she said softly. Here, kitty. The bushes rustled, either from the freezing wind or the animal. Jerry poked a stick into the shrub. Come out, kitty. She parted the bushes and peered through. Rats, gone. Shivering, she ran back inside the sixth grade dorm and closed the heavy front door. Might as well leave your coat on, the house mother said, changing out of her Air Max Nikes. An athletic woman in her forties, Miss Carter rarely missed her late afternoon workout at their fitness center. It's time to eat. For breakfast and supper, the sixteen girls in Hampton House walked to the dining hall with Miss Carter and her assistant, Miss Barbara. Be right back. Jerry ran upstairs, left the binoculars on her bed, and then stopped at Abby and Nikki's room down the hall. Abby sat sketching at her desk a pink gooseneck lamp spilling a pool of light on her paper. Chow time, Jerry said. Taped above Abby's desk were her drawings of castles and cathedrals, plus several photos of Abby with her mom back in Bath, England. What a funny name for a town, Jerry thought, and what a long way from Landmark Hills, Virginia. Coming. Abby took her blazer from the back of her chair and slipped it on. Where's Rosa? She's MIA. Her field trip was done at four, but I haven't seen her. She'd better show, because she promised to have her advice column done on time. For their media project, Jerry and Rosa, along with Abby and her roommate, Nikki, were publishing a small sixth-grade newspaper. Jerry covered current events, Abby was artist and photographer, Nikki handled sports, and Rosa did the advice column. Rosa still had to write her section, and then Jerry had to format the paper and run off twenty copies by tomorrow morning at eight o'clock. There was clomping on the stairs, and Nikki appeared in the doorway, dressed in a black hat and leather vest. She strode to her side of the room, where Walls held snapshots of her horse, Showstopper.
and a row of blue ribbons from her dressage competitions. No family photos at all, though, as if she'd been hatched from an egg. Abby sniffed the air, her face a picture of sheer agony. You've been in the barn. I smell horse poo on your boots. You're imagining things. Nikki leaned over to check and admire her tooled leather cowboy boots. Then she took off her Stetson and shook out her mane of hair. She reached for her MP3 player just as the brass bell clanged. Girls, the house mother called. Let's go. They hurried downstairs to line up. Miss Barbara, the 25-year-old assistant, hurried them along. Her yellow and orange print shirt practically glowed in contrast to her bleached white hair. As they headed outside, Jerry thought the wind just might rip off one of Miss Barbara's fake eyelashes. Braced against the cold, Jerry fell into sleep.